Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about being of service. I think uh, a lot of us thought we were being of service when we were being codependent behind the chair in a service-based business, or we thought we were, you know, giving exceptional customer service when really we were just people-pleasing and caught in just a ton of muck. So I thought it would be cool to talk about just the idea of being of service, because I think I have found myself lately thinking about how it's it's very much a point of difference, you know, in my business compared to other people's businesses. I, I think that, you know, as much as my availability has gotten, hard, you know, leaned out and as much as I'm not in the salon as much as I used to be, I almost feel like I've dialed in and dialed up my customer service and my my just my level of being of service. And I I feel like maybe it was happening before COVID. It's definitely happening during COVID. And it's just something I've been aware of. This I this just on Instagram and just the whole concept of being like, I only do this kind of hair. I only work this day. I only do this. And, you know, I think that for a lot of us, sometimes, you know, when they say you didn't have any boundaries and you start to get boundaries, you kind of swing really far the other direction. And I've noticed... Uh, myself feeling like I see that in people's um, kind of dialogue around what they're willing to do. And it's almost like we've, for some people, have forgotten the art of being of service. And I feel like there's a way to honor ourselves and be of service. And I think that it, when we when we treat our businesses that way, we can feel really good about our interactions, even when they don't go the way we want them to go. Or you're like, gosh, I really didn't want to have to refer that person on or stop doing their hair, but they they weren't respectful. And I know that I come with just a level of service that I can hang my hat on. And so I wanted to talk about it, you know, because. I think that there's things that we can be doing to be of service to our clients and be of service. Um, and just, I think when we have that level of service, we end up having a much more high-end business. It's got a level of, uh, it's like a high-touch kind of thoughtful business. And, you know, I think that, to be honest, it's one of the things that's made me, it's been a big separator for me in the sense that, you know, like I have a memory that I remember things or when someone tells me their sister, you know, sacrificed a lot to get their education, like that person can come in and I'll remember that and I can get like tears in my eyes thinking about how they sacrificed. That's kind of a story for another day. But my point is there's little things that we can be doing even even in with someone like myself who's working like 16 hours or roughly behind the chair a week. There are things that we can do, like for instance, I'm like, I want to pop in some Saturdays throughout the the rest of the year. Okay, well, I know a few of my clients are in weddings. Like, I wonder what Saturday would work best for them. I think that that's kind of like almost like a lost 
thing in our industry and just in the service-based industries of just like being like, my clients have to work around me. And it's like, your clients will work around you, but wouldn't it also be cool? And isn't it neat to be able to just kind of like make people feel like they're not just a number? And I think, uh, you know, my friend Jenny Khan, my coworker, we're always talking about the horrifying customer service experiences we've had during COVID and currently. And um, I'm kind of blown away and I continue to be, and I continue to think like, this is an amazing separator for me because I don't treat people the way that I sometimes am treated when I go places. I have an example of this. I went into a a children's boutique that I had you know, met the owner, had a couple people in common, and I went back in and was like, oh, where did you end up figuring out to send your kid for preschool? And she's like, we went with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the one who told you to go there. And she's like, I'm sorry, I just have so many customers. And I was like, oh, OK. All right, well, OK. And I thought to myself, all these bad experiences I've had make me hone in more on the experience that I provide. Like, I'm like, OK, well, that doesn't feel good. And, you know, I think that there's a way to say I specialize in this kind of hair. I, actually, I know someone who would do the kind of hair you're wanting to get done, who does a phenomenal job. That's a lot different than saying, I don't do that kind of hair. And I think it's, you know, all about how we say what we say, a lot, having humility and also not assuming that people get the inside industry lingo of like how things work. Um, but yeah, I, did, I just find that there's these little things we can be doing or something that I've always loved to do behind the chair is I've always loved to share things with people. I've loved to share like a book I've read or I love to share like a uh, like the latest thing is um, that fair play documentary. Um, I I love sharing things that I've found helpful if I think it'll help someone else. And, you know, when I say there's a way to be of service and honor yourself, you know, let's rewind to Lindsay of yesteryear. She used to like tell people all this random stuff. Also be like, well, you know what you could do to reconnect with your estranged stepson is, you know, why don't I send you an email with a link to a few uh, podcasts and blah, blah, blah. And I would create all this work for myself outside of my working hours. I would have emails with all these tidbits to send people. And I think I've, I've learned that there's a way to be of service and not waste time to, to do it. And I think that we can do that in our businesses also. Like if we have an online scheduler that has all of our simplified up-to-date scheduling things, and it's like we can just really have things feel very high end and of service because they're not complicated. And even when I'm recommending someone something now behind the chair, I'm like, oh my gosh, you should totally write this down. This is the documentary. And no one had this expectation of me to send them a written essay after each hair color appointment. But I would sometimes put myself in that position as opposed to being like, oh yeah, then let me show you like the name of the podcast is and just like let that person write it down. It's these like little nuance, like little things that we can be doing that allow us to enjoy sharing, enjoy being of service, and not drain us. And I think that that's the thing about, you know, so many of us, uh, we were probably 
thought we were being of service, but we were actually overgiving and feeling exhausted and resentful. And I think that we got it wrong. You know, there's this amazing account on Instagram and I can't think of her name right now, but it's like codependent therapy or something. And she talks about, were you taken advantage of? I shared it on my my story. Were you taken advantage of or did you just give beyond your, uh, did you overgive and you're left feeling resentful? And I think that sometimes our overgiving is confused with being of service. And then instead of correcting that, we get a little jaded and we get a little angry and we get a little snappy and jarry at our clients. Instead of just showing up in a beautiful state and giving uh, as long as it feels good. And for me, sending an email with all these recommendations didn't feel good. It was for me over giving. And I think that when you get all that, that self-awareness, which so is so hard to gain, but so helpful and life-changing when you do, you realize that there is a way to be really of service, but not sacrificing yourself in the under the guise of being of service. And yeah, I don't know. I think that energetically it's just a it just feels like a better exchange with people and it's just not as draining. And like I think that when something starts to drain us, it's like whatever story we're telling ourselves around us being good or doing the right thing, it's like we're not because it should feel good for us. And I think that a customer service and being of service to me is feeling more and more like a lost art. And I don't think you have to have a huge business to be of service. I think you can have a huge business. I don't think that because you have a huge business that should have to go by the wayside. I think that no matter where you're at in your journey, no matter where you're at in your business or life, there's a way to be really dialed in on that. And I think it's a really big separator um, for the kinds of people I want to have services done by, the kinds of you know encounters I want to have. And it's not a cute look to be a little arrogant around what you're willing to do and how you're willing to do it. I think it's like, I think it's just so last year. I don't know, just like kind of like, I'm only, I only do this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, that's cool, but is there a way for you to say it that you don't just sound like such a dick, you know? I think that's really what I'm trying to drive home here. And I don't know, I think that just we have a huge opportunity, all of us as service providers, to show up in a beautiful state and to like see people and to, you know, make them feel seen and heard and have them leave just feeling like their expectations were exceeded because we all know what it feels like to not feel like that. And I find those to be the most uh, powerful and uh, most like the best customer service um, trainings I can ever get are from horrifying customer service encounters. And so after I've paid whatever I've paid to have this horrible experience, I think, God, that was worth $300 because I am never going to treat someone like that in my business. I'm never going to have that attitude in my business. And I think I have a really cool business because of that.
And uh, I think that just, yeah, I think this idea of like, how can I be of service while honoring and serving myself and being kind and gracious and um, empathetic because everyone's got something going on. And I just think when you lead with kindness and you lead with heart and you keep showing up and have a wave making day, that's all I've got for today.